0: Hi folks, today is April 16th, 2012, and this is going to be podcast number eight in the April series on relationships. I hope that for those of you who have been listening, as we talked about a variety of relationships, I do hope that you find yourself, seeing yourself, remembering your experience, knowing your experience through the podcast that we've had or the last seven over the past 14 days or so. And so this podcast really talks about relationships and what we do when they're starting. What do we do? And ideally, the best type of relationship to talk about is the one that comes to mind every time someone hears the word relationship. Relationship. So let's talk about romantic relationships or relationships that we allege to be romantic. What is romance? It's different. It's different depending on who you are, where you are in life, what culture you are of, whether you are male or female. Romance is different things to different people. For some people it's poetry, For other people, it's a night out on the town. For others, it's flowers. For some people, it's the way you treat them when you are in a room with everybody else and what other people see. But romance should be self-defined. It's a value that says, this is what stirs my heart. This is what sets my soul afire. This is what makes me want to cling to you and to belong to your heart for a very long time. But it is different things to different people. It involves sometimes affection, physical and nonverbal affection. And it in, at times entails someone feeling like they're being taken care of, a massage, a phone call. The confidence of being able to call or come at 3 o'clock in the morning and be with someone. Romance means different things to different people. When we are in the business of entering into romantic relationships, we have this tendency as people to pretend, to bring our representatives to bear. We bring someone who is romantic, and who is whimsical and who is attractive and appealing to another person because we want to win what? Their heart, their affection. So we oftentimes pretend to be someone that we are not. But what happens in romance is that if you are not naturally inclined towards romantic notions that someone's values, soon comes to be a discovery that it is not who you are. It's not a core value for you. You cannot sustain, you cannot maintain the act. So what should we do in order to have the best romance that we possibly can? First, do no harm. Don't pretend. Be honest about who you are. Trust that who you are is enough. And that you can be loved just as you are. How does that happen? By first turning that love onto yourself. Being first tender with yourself. I find that the most romantic people are the people who bring to bear upon themselves tenderness. They're not scrutinous of themselves. They take care of their bodies. They nurture and feed their mind and intellect. They do not poison their soul with negativity. They watch what it is that they ingest. And they do this in many, many ways. An example of caring for your body? Taking the time to wash your body head to toe. Taking the time to lotion and massage your body. Your hands on what belongs to you. Nothing at all wrong with that. You see, you cannot expect someone to give tenderness onto the body that you house if you can't give tenderness to the body that you house. I am able to tell in a romance someone who loves themselves and the body that they house, and that tells me what their ability may or may not be to love on me, to be romantic towards me to sustain romance towards me, to court me. I am clear because I have the gift of discernment and romance requires that. I am clear because I have the, have the gift of self-love and romance requires that. I am clear because I dream and I speak my dream often, honestly. Openly. I am clear. So the mission in terms of romance, in relationships, is to be clear. To be an artist at whatever it is that is your best thing to do. And to be open about whether or not that works for the other person. To understand that whatever it is that we do in the pursuit, we must do in the capture. So if you buy flowers and roses when you're trying to get someone to date you, be exclusive with you, consider you, and then you decide that you're going to spend that time involved in a romance with that person or dating and exclusively doing so especially, you have to maintain in the capture all it is that you did in the pursuit I often hear that the most successful married couples are couples that are still dating each other. You'll hear them say, we've got the three kids, but we make sure we have date night. They're romantic towards each other. They leave each other notes. They say thank you. They call or text just to say, I was thinking of you. And they mean it. They're not doing it because they're looking to pursue each other. They're doing it because they want to maintain the romance and they want that to be part of defining what they have with each other. There's no pressure. There's no pressure in romance that is authentic. No one feels like they have to be something that they're not. No one feels like they have to give something they don't have. When romance is authentic, when the relationship is real, Everything is pure. It runs easily, flows easily, comes easily, goes easily. That is the essence of romance. It is what we deserve, it is what we desire, and it's what we design. So consider that. What do you deserve? What do you desire? What have you designed? When you're clear on that, and you look at the romance that you have or do not have, you will know not only who you are, but what you bring to any relationship that you're in. That completes podcast number eight in the relationship series. Get your good love. Peace.